Bueller. 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 Welcome back, everybody. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And today we are talking about minute number 48 of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Minute 48 starts with uh, Cameron suggesting they surrender, and it ends with Rooney on patrol. <laughs> Rooney on patrol. On the case. I really like the funky kind of music that he gets when he gets out of his car. It even goes with the, the sunglasses. We only hear the first part of it. He flips the sunglasses up and it goes... It, there's this like high pitch kind of uh, musical cue that happens like in time with the sunglasses. And then <laughs> next minute we'll hear it again when he flicks them back down. <laughs> I really like it. That's at the end of the minute. Though first, first we have different sunglasses. Um, Cameron says, let's surrender. And Ferris goes, never. And then they all put their sunglasses... Each of them put a pair of sunglasses on. Because they're going to be spies and sneak away like... Not tippy toe like do do do. So they sneak. They do. They, they well. Each of them like snaps, which I think is silly. Ferris like snaps his fingers, and then Sloane snaps her fingers, and then Cameron like kind of he like throws his hand up a couple of times. Like he hesitates. He does it. He does. He like is like uncertain about it, and then he snaps his fingers and follows after them. Like all three of them go down the staircase. <laughs> he, like, he, he like seems like unsure about it he like, like grits his teeth right. and just throws his hand up like in this weird kind of jerky motion it's not as smooth as the other two yeah the other two look cool Fair- cameron just looks like, like a dweeb <laughs> i like it oh i like cameron so so like, they're gonna they're gonna try and like steal this cab from tom bueller while he tom is <laughs> like about distracted. to back into his son Right. And, and Dave isn't like, what are these kids doing? He doesn't even react to them, but they're in his line of sight. He's Dave. Just, he's just listening to Tom. He is listening to Tom. Tom is, Tom is still going on. Tom is giving him the business. I'm telling you, that's not the case. We don't have the money. Dave, you're one of the brightest guys in this Dave. business. Dave. You know what it takes to put yourself on top. You go heavy on TV. You lighten up on the radio. And then Dave again's like, we don't have the money. That's all he says. We don't have the money. Look, come back to my office. The two of them are talking over each other for a second. He says, Dave, we know you've got the money. You just have to spend it. So, so this whole conversation is going on. And while this conversation is going on, uh, Ferris, Sloan, and Cameron each like sneak into the back of the taxi. Yep. The taxi takes off. And then another taxi pulls up. And it like hasn't quite stopped yet when, when Tom opens the door on the commentary track. Uh, John Hughes says that he wishes that the car had come to like a full stop before they had done it, but uh, it works. This is another one of those moments where he was like, "We didn't have a lot of time to do this." It's like really, this uh, it's really overcast in this shot, like in in particular. The sun has been covered, yeah, with a cloud for now. But but theoretically the the new taxi should have come to a full stop so that they would never notice that the that it was even a different taxi yeah is the idea yeah not that like someone else took their taxi which didn't affect them i think anyway. they're so distracted that they're not even paying attention no no clearly clearly not uh tom 
is oblivious. <laughs> Very oblivious. Because so many moments in this movie, he looks like nearly directly at his son. I think there's three different blatant times this happens. This is the first. This is like, do you just not know what he looks like? Like, what's going on? I guess not. <laughs> guess not. So he tells him one last time, Dave, we know you've got the money. You just have to spend it. He like pushes them in the car, like lets them take their seats. He closes the door for them. And when he closes the door, he goes, bonehead. Which I think is funny. Bonehead. Bonehead. He calls him a bonehead. Poor Dave. Dave the bonehead. <laughs> Dave the Dave. bonehead. Dave. We know you've got the money, Dave. You just got to spend it, Dave. <laughs> poor dave poor dave and then we and then we cut to rooney so rooney has left the school like this has happened now yeah yeah he is off campus he's uh he's left the school grounds on personal business (laughs) he's uh he's cronk when Kronk has to go and dispose of Cusco's body i just feel like he's he needs his own theme song He's oh. making his own theme song in his car. What's the oh, what's the music that Kronk does? He's like like it's all it's super ridiculous. <laughs> Do you know uh, 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 Patrick Warburton made that up himself on the, spot. on the spot, and then Disney made him sign the rights of it to them <laughs> so that they could use so it. So they could use it. That's since amazing. they didn't write it. That's really, really great. So, yeah. That's his theme music. His theme music. Especially when he's, like, freezing. He's like, uh-huh. I like that the Cusco voiceover comments on it. Oh, he's, he's like, like, is this guy is making his own, his own theme, theme music? music? <laughs> I'm so glad I was unconscious for all of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. This isn't. This is this is what Rooney's doing in his car. He's uh, he's giving him his own theme music. I just feel like he's like, yeah, I'm doing stuff. Uh huh. It's the music that we hear when he gets out of the car. I should uh, put that actual music there and not my voice because it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> but I like it. I really really enjoy this little bit. Um, so we just see him like pull up. We don't even see him get into the, the building he's going to in this minute. We just get the little glasses bit that I talked about at the beginning where he flips right. the really terrible sunglasses up. I hate, like a little I flap. hate these like sunglasses that clip onto real glasses. Yeah. I think it's they're not, so, they're not cool. They're so cheesy. Yeah. And, and his cool. aren't even connected to real glasses. Like, his glasses just flip up like that. Because he doesn't wear glasses. These aren't prescription. They're just lenses that, like, flip up. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> I think I read in the John Hughes biography that I have that the cast had gone around Chicago together with John Hughes to sort of like get a sense of the city and like kind of take in some of the places, like figure out some of the places they wanted to go over the course of the film. And they stopped at some like gas station somewhere and he found those. So that this was just like something that Jeffrey Jones picked up and they were like, we're going to use that. Like we're going to use like, those are terrible. Glasses. We're going to use them. We're going to use them. <laughs> I-, I like that idea. Me too. I like that story. Right. I, that's, I like it. 
And so and so he's got these like flip up glasses that aviator style. They are kind of av- yeah. He looks like that's why I said this track, uh, this music track, the Ira Newborn score is actually called Rooney on Patrol, which is why I use that line. But but this definitely gives me the impression of he thinks himself like. Like a detective on the case. Yeah. <laughs> he, he thinks he's a badass right now. Yeah. Yeah, he totally does. He totally does. Yeah. He thinks he's going to go out and catch Ferris Bueller. No big deal. No, but I, you know what I think is, is ultimately like pretty cute about this, though, is that I'm pretty sure that Grace thinks that he's a badass, too. Oh, does she? Do you, do you, <laughs> Grace thinks that he's going to come back with Ferris, like, dragging him by his ear. Like, the way, the way like, she, like, the way their relationship so, is. like, Dirty Harry just then. Right, yeah. I'm all like, maybe she does think, like, yeah, he's going to, he's going to do something. Oh, that's great. And I think that's cute. I do, too. I do, too. I think that was everything I had for this one, too. I do like his suit. I do like his suit. He looks sharp. His tie is, like, burgundy with yellow dots. I like the the burgundy and the gray contrast. Yeah. Yeah. I think it looks very nice. He looks like an agent. He d- He just needs the earpiece. He needs an earpiece. He could be, like, Secret Service. Secret Service. Yeah. Secret Service Rooney. Secret Service Rooney. I'm just going to keep doing the music over and over again. <laughs> I really like it. The music, this particular piece of music is really short, um, but it sticks in your head. I like, I do like the Iron Newborn score. These like little bits of music. They're really, they're really fun. Okay. Find us on Dueling Genre, everybody, along with a bunch of other shows. Um, right now running, currently running, Toy Story Minute. Our show, Spider-Man Minute, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. Uh, there's also Calling BS with Brandon and Scott, <laughs> and the Protagonist Podcast, I believe. And Geek by Night should be returning very soon, if I heard correctly, which makes me very excited because the Geek by Night finale is coming, and I'm so ready for it. I am so ready to see how the season ends because I really enjoy Geek by Night a lot, you guys. So check that out. And come back tomorrow for minute number 49. 49. Oh, yeah. Donkey Show. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh.